Thank you all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. Give a big shout-out to Nobles Networking. Thank you, Chris, for hooking us up with the best internet in middle Georgia. Also, Mr. William over at Williams Tire in Danville. You are the man. If you got uh, any automotive needs, go check him out. He's right off the interstate. He has helped me out more times than I can count. Big shout-out to Red Circle for all that you do, putting change in my pocket. Uh, all the corporate sponsors with the show, all the fans, all the family, everybody that's made this possible. We just found out today that uh, we are averaging right around 4,300 uh, downloads per episode, and that is awesome because to be in the top 1% in the world, you got to get 3,600 uh, downloads per episode. So if it wasn't for y'all, it wouldn't be shit. Um, I had a young man that I like very, very much that I still don't know how to make jokes towards um, <laughs> on my show back in October before we moved to the big room, uh, Mr. Matt Jackson. Uh, what's up, brother? Hey, man. Good to be back. Good to be back. I'm glad to have you back. You were one of my favorite shows. I want you to know that. Uh, you just saying that because I'm here. No, no, so no. I'd no, rarely say that. I really say your show was one of my favorite ones. Just hearing your story and everything you've been through and all that stuff, it's one of those that I've actually went back and listened to because I wanted to wanted to hear it again. That means a lot, man. Seriously. Well, I appreciate you sharing your story and being as positive and everything as you are um, about everything. Well, Matt reached out to me after he saw me piss on the floor. Um, <laughs> well, I actually it, didn't see it. I heard well, he didn't see it. it. He he heard it. Uh, me talking about it on TikTok and everything else. And he told me I had this dude that I had to meet, uh, one of his buddies. So uh, you introduce yourself, sir. And don't forget to drop that uh, that company name. Oh, yeah. My name is Bryce Knockway. I am the CEO and founder of Battle Magnets and Outdoors Weekly, LLC. And as far as the blind jokes towards Matt, let him fly, man. I put shit in front of him all the time, like a cone or something. <laughs> That's fucked up. Oh, yeah. I don't no, want him yeah, to trip and fucking fall, you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> this, fuck this guy. This is your friend. I, I, like, I, you, I wouldn't do that to you. I just would like. Good friends are hard to come by these days. That's You're for right. Sure. I ain't gonna lie to you. Though. I do just think about how funny it would be to like, n- not intentionally, but like me toss you something and not remember. Do you that, remember? That would be intentional because you know now. Well, now I know. <laughs> When you first walked in here, uh, like the, when we did the first episode, uh, like I was telling you all ago, I try not to learn too much about somebody before you come and do the show. I take other people's word on if you're a good person or not, and I want to learn in the moment. I don't want to go by other people's opinions of it or whatever. So I didn't know the severity of like his uh, everything he's gone through. And like the first thing I do is, like, I can't remember, but I felt so stupid about it. I can't. I really can't remember what I did. I think I kind of like went to high five you or something, or I just didn't pay attention to what was going on at the time. And then, like, as soon as we started talking, and I realized you was like ninety five percent blind, I was like, I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, and you and you still are because six months down the road, nothing's changed in the studio. And today, I walk in and eat shit twice. So. Hey, sorry. <laughs> I, <don't> know. <laughs> I know. See, but you you fucked up and told me it was okay to play with it. And uh, I'm one of those people and. Not this isn't an awkward situation, but like I don't know what to say sometimes. Like I don't know what to do with my fucking hands. And so I'll just say the first thing that comes to mind. And then first thing that comes to my mind is like, hey, did you see that the other day, Matt? And then it's like, oh, you're not supposed to say that. And I just feel bad. No, I don't feel bad, dude. I get accused of being an asshole all the time. People will go to shake my hand and they'll look at Bryce like, what the fuck is his deal? Like he just don't shake hands or don't talk. And Bryce's like, Yeah, you can't see nothing. You gotta tap him if you want his attention. Yeah. 
we're, we're such good people. So we're here. Um, so besides for that little spiel that you just gave us there, big fella, tell them, tell them more because, like, I looked at your following. You got a – like, you know what you're doing. Yeah, I've been doing it now for the magnet fishing for about uh, five years now. And I, I guess I'll give you a little rundown. If you don't know what magnet fishing is, magnet fishing is basically – where you take a huge magnet. These magnets can hold up to 1,500 pounds. They weigh about five pounds a piece, and you throw it out off a bridge, a dock, a boat ramp, and you drag it back in, and you find some crazy stuff. Some of the stuff we find is just insane. Like, we were down in Miami the other day, and we pulled up a Kawasaki motorcycle out of the canal. It's wild. Did you find a body connect to to it? (laughs) No, we didn't. It took us over five hours to get this motorcycle out. All we had was rope and a truck. And that was it. And we got it out. It took us five hours and about five people with us. That seems like it would have been the biggest headache in the fucking world. It was, but that video was a banger. It came out fantastic. That's where I I was rolling to with that. The stuff that you post, because I think on your TikTok you got, what, like, 1.9 1.9 million or something. It's I a saw. small following. It's, yes, it's, it's very, very modest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rookie numbers, we're saying. Yeah, yeah it's baby numbers. And then uh, the subscription to the YouTube channel. There's like 327,000. I have 1,000. Hey, I don't. Somewhere. I don't put nothing on YouTube. I need to. Yeah, I, I just don't. You should, dude. It's it's. Well, I, I've been meaning to start videoing this show for like the longest time. Yeah. And putting on there. But then I got to hire somebody to work the camera. And then... I just don't like people. Yeah. I, I think I told Matt this before. I just, I'm the worst person. Everybody thinks like I'm just this people person that I'm always just so fucking nice. And they're like, Hey, just come hang out whenever I am not. If I don't like you, then it's very, you notice I don't like you. Yeah. A lot of people get that from me. Like I'm sure Matt's probably thought I didn't like him at some point in time. Cause I'm the worst <laughs> person at texting back. Like, I am horrible. I have so much shit going on that I just forget. And then I feel bad because I really like some of these people that are in my inbox right now. And it's like, oh, my bad. I'm a fuck up. I do that all the time too, man. It's it's hard when you're running something like this to, like, keep up. They just come in so fast and just, like, try to keep stuff organized. It's, it's like, ah, especially because you want to do it by yourself because the best way to get something done is to do it yourself. <laughs> you are exactly fucking right, my guy. <laughs> Uh, so how did y'all two get hooked up? Uh, through an ex-mutual friend. Yeah. Yeah. Keyword ex-mutual. Uh, yeah, we met through him and then kind of like crossed paths again a few months later down the road. And I was like, you know what? Like I never had a little brother in my life and he never had a, a father figure or older brother. So that is a lie. I did have a father figure. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was just kidding. Uh, yeah, no, and we just, we just clicked and became best friends and, uh, and that's where the story begins. And it's just been a wild journey ever since. How long have y'all been around each other? Uh, solid, uh, probably since we went on like a, a 16 state tour, uh, about eight months ago, eight months solid, like every single day we have not left each other's side. Y'all seem like y'all been around each other a lot more than just eight months. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah y'all, y'all got like, this family vibe, like yeah. this brother vibe yeah. big time. Yeah. yeah. Too, we spent a lot of time, probably too much time together. That's all right. There's, as long as y'all don't get on each other's nerves. Oh, that happens, oh, it too. Happens. Yeah, no, it happens. It yeah. happens. But <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, we, we make up and, and we take on another day. That's cute. When's the wedding? Uh, I think, what? July yeah. 5th. Really? July? No, yeah, oh, yeah, after the 4th. Yeah, yeah. yeah is right. I'm able to get drunk enough to marry y'all. Actually, I, actually yeah. I, I, I'd love for you to be the flower girl, like, if that's it, okay. Oh, I will. I've got my outfit picked out. <laughs> 
You got a little tutu and everything. What a beautiful bearded man. I know. He's just, he's just a cute. Can we get flowers in your beard too for it too? Like, yeah, you can. It just, it's hard getting them out. Um, let me tell you what these assholes did since they walked in here. Because before, <laughs> before I want him to start telling some of his stories, because he already told me one that I think is awesome. So I, I kind of already understand the big following. Even though I haven't looked at it yet, besides to see some of the numbers, uh, I get why, why what you're doing is cool. What y'all are doing together is even cooler. But he saw the beer poster that I did. If you had not seen my beer poster on TikTok, there's people wanting to buy the son of a bitch. Oh, I, yeah. There's a lot of women that I would have not thought. Like There's this one that owns a bar, and she's like, I don't care. I'll give you whatever. Go get that so I can put it above my bar. And it's like, oh, I'm getting sued by Michelob in a heartbeat for selling <laughs> stuff with their logo on it. I'm trying to figure out how legal that is. But uh, they come in here, and they bring me a beer poster that he's made. And it is awesome. If you think mine was good, he, he's got a Bud Light hat over his midsection. He's laying on a Bud Light box on a 50-yard line. Oh, it's awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> Uh, you, you don't seem like that type of guy. You don't seem like your sense of humor is like that, but I dig it. Oh yeah, man. It's, that's, that's <laughs> it's dark. Eyes, it is so dark. Don't let, don't, look, don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. It's everything's dark either, right? Yeah, fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> sorry. Lord, I am sorry. You did not send this nice man with a good story into my life for me to fucking make blind jokes. I apologize. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm glad I'm more comfortable around you now. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I'm not going to be the only one making blind jokes on this show, though. So oh, hey, cool. look. For the people, if y'all do get to come, by the way, having a white trash bash here on Saturday night. Uh, if you love America and you want to have a good time, hit me up. Come to the studio. It's going to be fun. Um, one of our friends that's done this show with us several times, Miss Brooklyn, her and her husband, Sean's moving to North Carolina. And this is I'm throwing them a going away party. But I'm also going to be celebrating America. And I hope these two guys are going to come. But uh, if y'all do come on Saturday, I think we need to fuck with people about, like, you being blind. I don't, don't so, tell them. Oh, yeah, I don't, don't tell them. Yeah. If they hear it now, it's fine. But if not, it's just... What else will they get for not listening to the Josh exactly, That's exactly right. They're a piece of shit. Very much. You're, um, you're a piece of shit. They are. So if any of y'all <laughs> like to come, hit me up. Uh, if you're good looking or you're a musician, you can come. If you're just some regular swinging dick, you find something else. You can go to a bar or something. You, there's, we're not. You're not here to cop block me, um, <laughs> or just weird me out. Do you ever get? Uh, I'm always interested by this. Like, even Matt, with you, would you having a big following? You putting out your life story and everything out there. Have y'all ever had like some weirdos come up to you in public? Oh my god! I don't even do get us started. Do, do we really want to go down that path? We could go down that path. No, I want. I want to know because like oh, I man. get them. I, I get, I'm appreciative of the people that support me. As am I. I I'm very appreciative of everybody yeah. that supports me. Yeah. But there's some people that just Our they characters. do it in a very fucking weird way. Yeah, yeah. And let's just go. Let's just state this on the record before we go down this road that we don't have a problem with. LGBT or fruity people, we love you all. I know, I love the gay community. Oh yeah, I, I, do I, call, too. I, I, I do. love. I, I've got a big following with the, the Alphabet Mafia. Uh, yeah, and and like I got some amazing friends that are gay. Like I love them to death. Yeah, but I'm gonna let Bryce take it from here. Yeah, it's one of the first comments I can remember. I had less than a thousand subscribers on uh, my my Outdoors Weekly page. Uh, said my grandpa was very attractive, and as was I. 
That's the first comment I can vividly remember. That that person still comments on my stuff today. And how, yeah, yeah. And how old were you? How old were you? I, I was very young. Very young. Minor status. <laughs> and my grandpa, in his 60s. Big, big age difference, you know? Bro. And that, that was the first of many. That person has tried... That person flew across the country to come meet me at a trade show. Male or female? It'll just take a while. Male. Oh, yeah. You're getting your butthole touched, son. <laughs> yes. Uh, like but, Matt said, I have nothing wrong with, as you said, the alphabet mafia. I love, mafia. I love my gays. I like that. I, like that. I do. I, 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 I love the gays. But, it, yeah, I, I'm, I'm about straight as the straightest line in the world. Like, you know what they'll tell you, though, if you say that? What? It's all straight till somebody sucks your dick. <laughs> like that's that's what they all tell me. I've had many of gay men because I, I post stuff. Why? Why? I, I, I post stuff on. I tag the, the alphabet folks and shit all the time because like I'm one of these people that if I'm gonna pick on something, I want you to be able to retaliate. Oh yeah. yeah but yeah. I, it's not because I want like a a like us roasting each other war. I want you to understand that when I say stuff towards you. I'm open to you being different, and I want you to respect me for my views and let's be friends and talk shit about it. There's a whole lot of people that are different than me, but if you can talk shit to me and you can play around with me, I can talk shit to you. I don't care how different you are. You know, that, that's kind of my love language is talking shit. Yeah. And I've, I've, I posted a, a video on TikTok, and it was uh, this guy had walked up to me in Walmart. And I had on one of my very colorful uh, shirts that I like to wear. This is a very gay shirt. And <laughs> he says to me, he walks up to me, and this guy's obviously playing for another team. And he's like, uh, that shirt's gay. And that's all he says, and just walks off. That's all he says, is, and he walks off. And I kind of know this person, but I kind of don't. So it wasn't just like some random-ass stranger. So I went to TikTok, and I was like, hey, this gay guy just came up to me in Walmart. He said, my shirt's gay. Is that positive or not? And everybody, like the majority of people on was there was like, he was hitting on you. He's like, it's a very weird way to go about it, <laughs> but it's hitting on you. I like to make that stuff like, I, I just want to be comfortable around everybody. I was always told that if you got hit on by a gay person, you're actually a hot person and again, uh, towards females. Yeah. Like I've always heard told that. Yeah, that's why I'm fine with it. Well, I got a lot going for me then. <laughs> you kind of look like you play for the team, though. No, what? You you are like you got pretty boy written on your forehead. That's because you can't grow no face. I don't know hair, which man. way to take this. I, I don't mean it in a bad way. It's just like with the poster, you're hairless. You look like a prebiscent, you know, kid. Like you just you're smooth. It's kind of it's kind of off putting. It, it's okay. When you started with the gay story, I was like, oh, here we go. I get it now. <laughs> the truth comes I out. I get now. it now. <laughs> I get it. I'm just fucking with am you. Am I making you feel some type of way, Josh? You're not that hot. <laughs> I'm I'm fine. You, you don't bother me. I know what team I play for. You'd have to be. There's that TikTok that's going around. And it boy fucking makes me laugh every time I see it. And it's like, what's the most attractive thing to men? And then... There, like two or three other grown ass men that you can tell that are not gay are like Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds, and I'm like, okay, I kind of get it. Like fuck <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, like goddamn Deadpool, like piece of shit. There's no hope for me ever getting to to meet a woman that uh, like his old lady because that, if that's what they're looking for, I'm fucked. 
I look like I could be his janitor. I'm probably not good looking enough to be his janitor. You know, he's got like a fucking tin cleaning toilets. Yeah. God, I hate it. It is Ryan Reynolds. It's fucking Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Um, let's quit talking about being gay. Um, <laughs> this has got... It's Pride Month. Like, what do you expect? Is it still yeah, Pride uh, Month? I think it technically is still Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. All right. Well, we're just, this is your show today, then. We're here, we're here to celebrate you, my guy. Yes, queen. So he took it too far. <laughs> that's, that's how he took it too far. Um, oh, that's funny to me. We love our gays. That's all we can joke. If anybody would like to, we've had gay people on this show several times. Uh, yeah, congratulations. Y'all are happy. Y'all always seem like you're fucking in a good mood. I'm usually miserable. And they always got money. I've never figured that out. Because there's, you know, why gay men always have money? Why? Because they don't date goddamn women. <laughs> they don't have to pay for dinners. Everything's like split everywhere. Literally, everything's split everywhere they go. Um, but like, it's they, they're happy because they don't have to have these arguments. I don't know. I've seen some gay men on TikTok, and they seem like they're more of a, a bitch than than women though. Like, as far as bitching and nagging and all this other stuff, like, no, 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 no. I get why some men are just like, you know what? I ain't never going to have a wife. I'm just going to do, I'm going to date my friend. We're not going to bitch. We're going to split bills. We're going to go, we're going to go do magnet fishing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that was a low blow. (laughs) I knew where he was going there. I knew. I knew he was going with that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lord. I knew it. I knew it. I'm sorry, Lord. But uh, anyway, so magnet fishing. Wait a minute. He's a guy? Like, I didn't see that yet. If you ever touched him, you wouldn't know it. You put some tits on that thing, and and he's a full-ass transformer. Oh, my god. Oh, God. Oh, man. I'm still wondering what day I'm going to get canceled. This is probably a good one. You can't cancel someone for who's so, whoa words. You can't cancel someone who doesn't care. Oh, uh, you can't. Not me no more. Like I know with all the jokes I make, it don't matter about whatever subject is on. If you come around me five minutes, you realize that anything I do is harmless. Uh, yeah, like it's harmless. There's some people that when they say shit, they get so fucking butt hurt because you just don't know. I think that's the problem with a lot of people is. You don't know what place it comes from in somebody's heart or their intentions with their comments. With me, if I'll sit here and, and pick on friends like and talk shit to you, then it's real hard to get mad at me for talking shit to some random person. I'm, I treat people that way. It really, if I'm talking shit about you, it probably means I like you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's just how it ends. If I, if I just sit here, I've had uh, like a musician on my show, I think once or twice. And I cannot talk shit to them. Really? I can't. I can't. And it, so if they're listening to this, I'm sorry, but now you know I don't like you. Uh, this, this, I'm a rough around the edges today. Uh, but I just I don't believe in like, why, why can't we just joke and play? If you're sensitive, don't come around me. Agreed. If you're going to get your feelings hurt, don't come around me. Because I'm not going to get my feelings hurt, whatever you say. Uh, so let's get back to magnet fishing now that I said that. There's been a lot of weird shit happening the last couple of weeks. <laughs> like a weird shit. And uh, I don't know. I don't know how that just came out on this show, but it did. Uh, so tell us uh, some of the good stories about magnet fishing. Tell them the one you told me a while ago about the jewelry. The jewelry. Yeah, that, that's definitely one of the best things that I think I've done with all the times we've been magnet fishing over the past. I think it's like 
three years we've been magnet fishing. It's crazy. So me and my buddy Danny, we went to our favorite spot. At this spot, we've found in the past, I think, seven guns. Like, you name it, we found it here. Pistols, shotguns, like, Glocks. It's crazy. And my buddy was throwing this thing. It wasn't a magnet. It's called the claw. It, it's kind of self-explanatory. It's like a grappling hook. He threw it out. He was dragging it back in. He hooks this thing. And he's, like, slowly pulling it up. He's, man, this thing's heavy. He's, it's heavy. He's pulling it up, pulling it up. And then I see it. And I look at it, it's a duffel bag. I'm like, whoa, stop. It's going to rip if you like, try to pull it out of the water. So I go down there, I grab it. It's, it's in a bowling ball bag. And I'm just like, what is this? We think it's a bowling ball because it's super heavy. And then uh, we sit there, we open it up. And the first thing we see when we open it up is this big-ass rock that weighs about 5 pounds. No, more than 5 pounds. It was probably about 10 pounds. And I pull it out. And then it's all full of muddy water at the bottom, and I just stick my hand down in there, and I run it through there, and I pick up this thing. I'm looking at it. I'm like, what the heck is this? It's like a weird camera lens. And then I put my hand back down in there, and I pull out this little case. It was uh, turned out to be a ring box. And I was like, There's, I opened it, and there was no ring in there. I'm like, dang it. And then I reached back down in there, and I went down a little further, and I felt all this stuff at the bottom. I thought it was rocks. I scoop, get a big handful and scoop it up. Jewelry, all jewelry. I pull it up, hands full of jewelry. This duffel bag was packed full of jewelry. So we brought it back. Instantly, we left from this spot. We're like, we are leaving. We are going. We've been kicked out of this spot before. We didn't want to get it like taken from us or anything. So we got back in my buddy's car, straight back to his house. At his house, we discover there's several pockets on this bag, and everyone is just stuffed full of jewelry. We had about five, six pounds of actual jewelry and we're like dude what do we do we're thinking it's like all like like we think we just hit the jackpot like a hundred thousand dollars worth of jewelry in a bag we just found at the bottom of the lake and we're looking through it and as we're looking through this and we take it uh to go get appraised by a jeweler turns out it was all like like costume jewelry and like little sentimental pieces yeah and we found this dog tag that was mixed up in this duffel bag and we posted the video it went up and we looked so hard to find this guy his name was walter elliott and we looked and we looked and we looked and we could not find this guy. I found one article that said someone with his name died in Florida where he was originally from. But long story short, we kind of forgot about it. My buddy held on to the jewelry. And uh, about a, just a little bit under a year later, we get a message from someone claiming to be her cousin. And I just kind of wipe it off because so, so many people have messaged me like pretending to be this guy to get the jewelry or whatever. And then I kind of brushed it off. I didn't even respond to the DM, didn't even open it. And then uh, my buddy gets a Facebook message from the guy that we messaged the day we found it. It turned out we actually tracked down the guy, and how we found the video is wild. It got shared on Facebook to uh, a, the local Facebook group of the place on the dog tag. Oh, he, was not, he wasn't even living in Florida anymore. But it got shared to that Facebook group. One of his, like... Uh, not immediate family, just outside, like a, like a second or third cousin, saw the video, sent it to like one of their other cousins, and it got pinged around like five times before it made it to uh, Walter Elliott's mom. Walter Elliott's mom sent it to him, and then he reached out to Danny, and as soon as we got that message, the same day, me and Danny got in the car, and we drove five hours to this guy and hand-delivered his jewelry. And it turns out it was a wild story. His dad just recently passed away, and half of this stuff was his sentimental, like, jewelry, like, little uh, 
tokens he got when he was in high school, little like little trophy like like charms and stuff from basketball and just a whole bunch of pieces that were going to get passed down to him that he never got because the jewelry was stolen in an armed home invasion in the 1980s. Damn. And we returned all of that to him. And it was the best feeling ever. Like we like that is going to get passed down for generations and generations to come. And we it's because of us. It's just wild. And it turns out some of the stuff in there wasn't even theirs. Like the uh, the camera lenses, those were from a different house. There's a string of robberies in Raleigh where they were living at the time, got tossed in the lake. And who knows, one of those guns that we found in the spot too could have been used in that as well. There's no God, way. Oh, that's it. crazy. Have uh has anything you ever found, I guess, uh, I guess any of those guns or whatever, have you ever found that like, something was a missing piece of evidence or something that that black police had been looking for for a long time or anything like that? Yeah, we found a Harley-Davidson motorcycle in a canal in Missouri, or Missouri, and it was turned out to be some huge drug lord's bike that was stolen from someone in Richland, Wisconsin, and they were looking for that bike for seven years, and they couldn't find it. Me and my buddy just woke up one morning and went magnet fishing and pulled it out with my good old trusty Ford Edge, connect, tied the rope to my car, and yanked the motorcycle out of the water. Yeah, okay, explain that one to me, because you said that to me a while ago with, uh, with the, other, the other motorcycle you had found. How are you pulling it out with your car? So we, I, have a, I put a hitch on my Ford Edge, okay. my old Ford Edge. I, I got a new car now. But... I got the, we would just tie the rope to the back of the car. We're using very strong rope. This rope that we're using is meant for rock climbing, mountain okay. climbing rope. Like, so it's, it's very strong. I've yet to snap that rope. And we pulled it, we just connected it with the claw. So it got a good grip, got all mixed up in the wiring harnesses and stuff. And we tied it to my car and just inched it forward. It takes forever to get stuff like that out of the water for like how we're doing it. That but that uh, we started at seven o'clock in the morning and didn't end till five o'clock. So the, in the afternoon. So what do you do? Because I'm I'm guessing like when you're in the boat, you're gonna magnet fish, not close to the shore anyway. But what do you do? Pull it close to the shore with the boat, and then you hook it up to the car to pull out. I've only magnet fished off a boat once. All the okay. So you're ev- doing everything offshore. Yeah. It, Every Not time an offshore, but off a bridge. Yeah, okay. The bridge is the go-to because it's like people throw stuff off there. Oh, they dump it I got off. you. And it's crazy because the best spots are in the spots in the middle of nowhere. Like it's so like you'd think a lot of people driving over a road would be good, but we've never really found anything good at a super busy road. It's all just been in the middle of nowhere places where people just like in the country people just dump stuff. You've got to go do this like in creeks and shit, right? Like yeah, you really like you? creeks. Yeah, creeks, rivers, boat ramps are always good, like, like stuff like that. And it's wild, the stuff that we find. Dude, I'm going to take y'all. Um, I was telling them before we started, my grandfather started Trips Beach in Eastman, Georgia, uh, where I'm from, probably back in the 80s, I think early 80s, late 70s, somewhere in, in time. But uh, it used to be a whole-ass spot to where – Boat ramps, it had a couple of different snack bars. Nobody was living out there yet. They had big community pools and everything. People have been losing shit in that lake for 40 years. And I would love to take y'all over there and let's see what we could uh, find around there. Because I think, I think it would be – I think there's some good shit in there probably. For sure. I'm always down to go find some treasure. <laughs> there's a lot of sneaky old rivers around here too and some weird bridges. 
Murder weapons everywhere. God, that's what I'm fine. You can smell yeah. them. Yeah. Smell them. Yeah, I slow down. It's still it's still a bad habit of mine. I'll just be cruising, going like 80 down a row, and I'll slam on the brakes as soon as I go over a bridge to check it out and see if I want to magnet fish it or not. And then mark a pin on my phone. It'll scare the shit out of Matt sometimes. I'll just be driving, slam on the brakes. He hits yeah. the front of the dash. But what the hell, man? <laughs> the magnet fishing spot. <laughs> there's, a, there's this very creepy place over here. Um, it's called Pigman Bridge. And it's just like one of them urban legend bullshits or whatever to where at night you're supposed to go sit on this bridge, turn your lights off, say pig man or whatever. Stupid. Um, I've done it a lot. It's usually just to mess with people. But uh, I would think that a lot of people, because where it's at in the middle of nowhere, the area that's right there, the creek and everything, when it's high, I would imagine there's some good shit around there. Our landings here at the river there's probably several good ass places around here. Yeah. What got you into it? Ironically, I saw a video on YouTube and then completely separate from that, my mom bought me a magnet for Christmas. And I was making fishing videos at the time. I was doing fishing videos for like 2 years before that, so I was heavy with the YouTube stuff up to it. And then uh, I made a video about magnet fishing and it just swamped every other video that like I've made in the past month. It just, my audience loved it. And I loved it too. I fell in love with it right away. And I'm like, I'm going to keep doing it. And I did it. And then the next video I filmed, like got, I think it's at 750,000 views. It was terrible. It was like one of the worst videos. And then the video after that one, I'm like, dang, like that did good. That was like one of my first, it's like my second video to get over a hundred thousand views on my channel. And then I'm like, you know what? We'll do it again. Well, that's the video that, really started everything for me that video is sitting it's my most viewed video right now on youtube it's sitting at about like 4.6 million views or something like that it had a million views in a week i started and it was when i had like six thousand subscribers i ended the week with a million views on that video and about twenty thousand subscribers it's crazy now now keep in mind because like he don't give himself credit but like 2019 you're looking at like the fastest growing outdoors channel in the world yeah on YouTube now, in the world. That's badass. It now, goes by percentage gained. Not, I didn't gain the most out of everybody in the outdoors, but I was the fastest growing. Now, for now, a tell, good, now like, tell, him, tell him the analytics. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, you look at this and you're like, oh, how is this even possible? Yeah. Like, if anyone does YouTube or, like, doesn't really, you'll probably understand it because you get it. A channel with 6,000 subscribers, I got overall channel views. It was, like, 940,000 views in 48 hours Shit. on my channel. Yeah. It is what, like, it was crazy. I was like on cloud nine. I'm like, nobody could stop me. I was like, man, I'm like, I'm magnificent all the time. Like, this is wild. And that's really when it just, it just never slowed down after that. And it just kept rolling, kept rolling, kept rolling. I'm like, damn, this is crazy. And like TikTok perspective, that's like you posting a TikTok video present day and waking up the next morning with, 50 million views. Yeah. Because yeah. TikTok views really... They're stupid. I don't, they yeah, I, they I, don't I, count. <laughs> yeah, I, they don't to me. Um, TikTok helps your business. Yeah. it's. But if you don't realize like it's just there to help your business, yeah. you shouldn't start a business because of views on TikTok yeah. or, or whatever. They're, they don't make sense most of the time. How I've got... I don't even know. I think it's like 180... Whatever it is. No, I'm, you're, like, you're I'm between like 180 and 190. Yeah, 186, and, I think. You're yeah, close so, to me. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is. Yeah. And how you say that you're following me, but then a video doesn't get 
at least 180,000 views per video and you're following me, that makes no sense. Yeah. Like, it's, they pick and choose. Like, I, I, I don't really know, do. I don't know what Chinese little fella is sitting in an office somewhere <laughs> for TikTok picking uh, who's going to be successful today on TikTok, who's not. That's why you can't really judge your shit off of TikTok. That does Josh's Teddy video. He's not getting no, views. <laughs> well, all my videos went down since I did the, uh, <laughs> I picked on the Chinese and I forgot it was a Chinese app. And I was I was talking like the woman who do your nails. Uh, there was a girl that uh, I knew, and she's kind of a whore. And uh, she had uh, she had one of them OnlyFans, and uh, I wouldn't pay her any any attention. And no, for any of y'all, send me some stupid fucking messages. It ain't nobody I've done a show with. I hate all of y'all. Um, <laughs> I, I hate drama. But uh, so I was just making a joke, and I was like acting like I was the the Chinese lady like doing your toes. And I was like, oh, no, girl, you're not very pretty. You need to read book. You're, no, 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 you're no good boyfriend. I'd like whore. And, <laughs> and uh, anyway, so uh, I don't understand how some people blow up on there and some people don't. And then the videos that have fucking ridiculous amount of views, but there's no context to the video. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? I'm just going to be frank. It- Unless you got titties, it's really hard to grow on TikTok or yeah. on any social media platform. And even then, that's just the truth. And even then, they still pick and choose which titties. Yeah, yeah. And they'll silence you in a heartbeat. Like I've been silenced like three times in the past week on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. I, I get I get reported a lot. Oh, I, I my stuff gets banned a lot. I get a notification from you every other day. Hey, Josh Terry, create another account. Like, uh, well, I, I haven't yet. Well, you got three. You should right have now. a backup. Just oh, I've got I've got one that's got raising grace on it, but. Uh, I think when my TikTok goes, I don't know if I'm starting it again. I I wouldn't. I I, I really like. Uh, I know like me and Matt talked about this. I got to one point in time with Snapchat when like the bearded bastard stuff started for me. I blew up and I had like a hundred thousand followers on Snapchat. And was making some really good money, and you could see it start declining. Like you you could literally see. It going downhill, and luckily, uh, I got hired in country radio to be a, a talk show host. So it it happened at the perfect time. The stuff that I was doing on TikTok, I mean on TikTok, but on Snapchat, wasn't going to work anymore. They were busting people's ass left and right. So many people get mad at you. They report you. They get your account took down. I mean, it's just fucking stupid. You make fucking forty people mad or fifty people mad. And, they're going to spend all day reporting you trying to make you look stupid. Yeah. They're fucking stupid. And TikTok, when it goes, I'm set up for the next thing with the podcast, with as long as Instagram of all social medias, Instagram is the safest one out of all of them. Really? Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, I've never, ever been banned from anything on Instagram. Like, for some reason, their rules and their guidelines – are the easiest ones. They're the most people. You got freedom of speech the most on there as anywhere. That's my problem with TikTok. It's not about who you choose to blow up or who you not. It's I believe in freedom of speech. Yeah. And when you start just canceling people because you don't want to hear what they've got to say, that's when I have a huge fucking problem. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't even know if I want to be on there. Facebook shadow banned. These shit, I've I'm maxed out at five thousand, but I've got a lot more people following me. Besides that, I will post something and get a thousand likes, 
a lot of comments, all that. And then the next thing I post that's better than the thing I post the first time, you got five likes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, it's just because it's something they don't like. And that's just bullshit to me. Facebook's worse than TikTok. It, it really is. And it's so weird because I've never had problems with Instagram either, but I've yeah. never really used Instagram because Instagram is pay to play. All these people you see with like a lot of the majority, I should say, yeah. they're buying ads to get followers because it's, you really can't grow organically on Instagram. You can't. It, it's, you got to know hard. how to hashtag and you yeah. got to hope that other businesses, when you hashtag, pick you up and post your shit. Instagram is hard, but I think that's where you get to see like people's true followings are. Yeah. That is 100% true. Like, every Instagram follower I have has come over from my YouTube over to my Instagram. Yeah. Or TikTok. And that's just what it is. And I barely post on there just, like, little updates or whatever. I, the, the thing with all this shit, you've got to intertwine it, but you got to be okay when one goes away. Yep. And you got to be ready for the next step. I feel bad for a lot of people that are... They, I, you see how upset they get on TikTok. Like they'll post videos of how pissed they are or whatever, if you'll just take down the video that they said there's a guideline violation, and then, like, if you get banned on a live, don't go fucking live for a couple weeks. Let whoever's hating on you fall the fuck off. Let them go find somebody else new to hate on. But I feel bad for those people to get so uptight about it because they don't realize the app's going to fucking die. Yeah. Snapchat ain't nothing what it used to be. Snapchat five years ago was the best damn thing out there. Now it's TikTok. Five years from now, everybody, we're going to laugh at the people that still got TikTok. Yeah. Our, our, our format of that. You remember Vine? Yeah. Vine was great when it was first around. You always got to be ready for the next step. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of creators, they, they're not smart with it. They just put all their eggs in, in one basket and run with it. Yeah. You, at least how I'm doing it is I'm always looking for the next thing. Me too. I'm never comfortable staying in one spot. It's always got to diversify, try this, try that, see what works, have a backup plan if it does not work. Because, I mean, social media, it's my job. It's what I do. I, I got to still make money. I got to yeah. live, you know. I'm the same way. I hate social media. I hate having to do that side of it. When I, when I was working in radio and they handle all that side for you, and all you got to do is get up and go to work every day. That's what the fuck I want. That's what you, yep. you got that, it that, made now. That's it. That's all, that's all I want. You handle the bullshit side for me. If I want to post something funny or I want to post something that means something to me on social media, then I'll post it. Otherwise, I don't care. Yeah. I, I, I don't care. I, I enjoy it, but there's too many people that, that like think social media is – a lot of people's social media is a reflection of their life, but then you got some people it's vice versa that they end up forgetting that they have a real life and they keep forgetting to live their real life. So they start letting social media become their life. Oh yeah. Well, every, Fuck that. majority of people nowadays are looking for validation within a like, like imagine how stupid that is. A digital, is. A digital like, and like, I, yeah, I'm, I'm hating on it right now, but when you do this for so long, eventually you get a reality check of, I can wake up tomorrow and this shit be gone. Yeah. And then after that, like, who am I? Exactly. You, you take the most famous YouTuber in the world, uh, let's say PewDiePie, and you delete his channel tomorrow, like, who honestly is he? And about a month later, he's going to be forgotten. Yeah. And that's that, the reality of it. Like, your validation within a, a social media is just, there, I mean, there's, There has been so many people that in that little... I don't know what you want to call it. That this little group that I was in uh, five years ago when Snapchat blew up and had a hundred thousand whatever followers or whatever on there and was making 
money left and right. I can't tell you anybody else that I was kind of associated with then what they're doing now. Yeah. Like, and it was just people helping each other, supporting each other, doing whatever. But it's it's not there no more. It, it's not, and I don't know where these people are. I knew that it was coming. Like, I, I know that right now the only reason why to invest your time, your money, and everything in the podcast is because talk shows on real radio and XM and everything were have been around since radio started. So you've got 100 years of radio shows, and now everybody that is in radio, they're going over to podcasts because they know they can't say what they want to say anymore, and you can follow the money. Joe Rogan, $100 million, be an exclusive deal with the Spotify. The Call, Call Me Daddy podcast, the, that old girl from Barstool, signed a $60 million deal to be exclusive with Spotify. Like, this is the next the next form of free speech and entertainment on radio and being funny and having being able to put out positive messages. But you, you said like the, the key thing a while ago, dude, is you, you can't be a one-trick pony. You can't keep doing mm -hmm. one thing and think that it's going to blow you up. You have to be able to do whatever. I like doing the funny shows on here. I like doing the serious shows. I meant when I said Matt's, one of his, his, his episodes, one of my favorite. And it wasn't a funny one. It was serious. It was telling his story. I love that stuff. The guys from Macon um, that have been in here recently, the uh, Crossroads Recovery Ministry, Recovering Addicts, fucking love their story. They also came in here with F3, Faith, uh, Fellowship, and uh, Fitness. Mm -hmm. Like, they're an awesome group. I like telling those stories. And you get to find out, like, you, you said with, like, the likes, the digital likes. It sucks to base it off of it. But we're not basing, like, us off of it. We're basing our businesses off of it. Like, I can tell what's going to sell for me and what's not by those likes. I don't give a fuck what you think about me. When you like something, <laughs> I'm gauging whether people are going to buy what I'm putting out if they like this direction. If they don't like it, then I'm not, I'm not going to put it out. I mean, it's, it's, I do everything on social media for a business. Now, I get drunk sometimes posting funny shit on whatever, but it's funny. I'm, I'm not really a comedian, but I got to fucking make people laugh for them to listen and get interested in the show. So I have to share that. I just, uh, I don't know. Business 101. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you got the, you, you're the business. Yep. Same thing with both of y'all. Y'all are your own business. So if you put it on social media... Yeah, like no one understands the true work that goes behind it. They just see the pro the finished product. It's a bitch. There's hours, hours. Like it's like yeah, you go out, you magnify, you have fun, but they don't see the eighty hour work week. It's, it's literally scenes. like social media doing this like as a full time job. I mean, Bryce will tell you like he never he never had a life. Like so you don't. Like, he's crazy, and I I kind of realized that here recently. We've been starting working on something new, where it's like. We're showing kind of like the stuff that me and Matt get into. Our our dynamic is awesome, and we haven't even known each other for that long, like just a little bit over a year. But just the random stuff we get into, it, to me, it's hilarious. And everybody that we've showed it to that don't even know us, like we'll just go up to a random person and be like, "Hey, check this out," and let me know what you think honestly. Like, give it to me straight. And people love it. They're loving it. Just what we get into and all the like. For example, the other day, uh, I got a spray tan. And why I, the fuck did you get a spray tan? Oh, no, 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 Dude. no, no, no. Just listen, it gets good. It gets okay, good. Matt. Well, I was going back there. Matt told the lady to mess with the settings <laughs> to make it the darkest. They had 
times two. A double on his face. I, I was like, I don't, brown. <laughs> this is the best way I can say it. Brown. Like straight brown. He looked confused. And yeah. It, looked, it got so bad when it cured. It was ridiculous. Like, That's fucking great. Like literally. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. But then I couldn't get this damn spray tan off. I looked terrible for about a week. And, and one day I just got sick of it. And Matt's was your like, boyfriend mad? <laughs> Matt was a little upset, yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's just so goddamn cute. <laughs> I didn't know he got spray tan. It made yeah. it worse. No, I don't have a spray tan now. But we like, all right, I already took eight showers. I can't get this thing off. Matt's like, dude, I want to take you to the car wash in the bed of my truck to get the spray tan off. I, Triple shine takes dude, spray tan off. It worked. I shit you not. Eight showers could not get the spray tan off. Two times through the car wash, <laughs> got the spray tan off. I oh don't know God. how, but it how did. did. You go, how did you go through the car wash? Just held yeah, on? I put him in the bed of the truck, and then we had my buddy drive through there, and we left the tailgate down. And like when I say he got the living shit beat out of him, like it, uh, the bristles like dominated him. I got choked out twice. <laughs> By the brushes. You, you had to record this, right? Oh, oh of yeah, course. Yeah, okay. yeah. 100%. Everything we okay. do is recorded. Like, everything. I mean, you notice we walked in the studio with a camera. Like, everything. Our whole lives are recorded. And this is this is the new thing that we're working on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that before, because we're already at 45. Let's talk Let's talk about the new thing. Yeah. Weekly. Weekly. Matt can touch up on this. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play with them a little bit on this one, because I, I yeah. like this idea. Josh Terry got a personal invite to this one. But it's not not like the W E E K is W E A K L Y weekly. Why he spelled it like that, I don't know. He can't spell anyway. Gotta so. be different. I can't either, dude. Gotta I, be different. Yeah, I can't spell. So yeah, oh, same. Weekly, uh, weekly is pretty much about uh, Bryce uh, not having a teenage life or a college life, and you know, uh, dude with all this money and all this fame with no social life, I guess you would call it. Uh, not saying he's an absolute loser, but just realizing. That hey, there's more to life. Um, he uh, he asked me, he's like, hey, dude, like I really want to live life a little bit, and I was like, okay, like cool. And we gave a uh, weekly an inch, and he took a mile. So like, <laughs> it's just it's it's action packed. It's an adventure of like doing doing our basic lives and his his true self. Uh, Outdoors weekly. A lot of people get it twisted. They're like, dude, this kid looks like he snorted a line of coke. But it's, it's energy sales. I mean, you know this. Like, oh, yeah. High energy. Uh, the kids love it. But then when they saw Weekly, they were like, dude, like, why'd your personality change? And it's like this this personal perception that these kids had of like who he was outdoors weekly to who he truly is, which is Weekly. Uh, I want to touch up on this, though, because a lot of people are getting this twisted. It's not that it was never me. What happened was I just grew up off camera. Like, I've been doing YouTube, like, since – I what was it, 2012, my first video was uploaded, and then I kind of, like, just did it here and there, but I've been doing it full-time since 13. A lot of people get that confused, and what happened was I kind of got stuck on camera in a time frame in my life when I was younger, and I just I just kept it up, and I just grew up off camera like anyone does, and just things changed, and a lot of people were kind of shocked because they never thought that I grew up off camera. Yeah. Yeah. And it was kind of like it, it was a complete 180. It came out of left field. I, I will I will admit that, but it's like it's just and that's then, just what it is. And then we gave him a taste of like a college life and like he just went buck ass wild. Like Yeah, it'll make you go buck ass wild. No, like like you'd have thought he'd been raised by like a preacher and a sheriff. Like I, look, 
Same shit happened to me. I uh, <laughs> I was a member of FCA, FFA, all the the good wholesome groups you could be part of in high school. I did not have my first like sip of alcohol or anything until I was eighteen. I don't think I got laid till I was like eighteen. Uh, but it was like right after that that I started like going to do stuff, and I started realizing, hey, you know, there's nothing wrong with being wholesome, but there was something else like I was itching for it. And like every time I get like a little bit of taste of fun, I'm like, oh, I want more of this. I want more of this. And uh, there's nothing wrong with it as long as you keep like your core values and your, yeah. your, your morals. You you can have fun. I mean, it's uh, I'm the I don't want to say I'm the self proclaimed king of fun, but every time people go out with me, you're gonna have a good time. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna take you under my my wing. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna put you right here, little fella. Uh, just don't touch me. Um, well, you're you're definitely sleeping in other rooms. It's so funny because uh, you're literally like his bodyguard. <laughs> I know, dude. This was crazy. The other night, the other night I went out, I got some drinks, and I had one of my buddies with me, and he is like six five. He's a big old Joker, and somebody come up to me and they was like, "You must be doing really good now." And I'm like, "Why?" <laughs> I'm like, I'm shit-faced. I'm in my golf clothes still from the day. I done sweated. I probably got like sweat stains down the crack of my ass and everything. And I was like, you got your own bodyguard now. And I'm like, fuck, I don't. (laughs) And I turned around and looked at my friend, and I was like, uh, if y'all want to think I got a bodyguard, that's cool, but I don't. I'm still not that that cool yet. But, uh, dude, you'll have fun. There's a lot of stuff that you just don't know is out there. Yeah. And, like, and if, until you get around a really solid group of folks that you're going to know that's going to be there forever, man, you have some of the best times in your life. Even if, I don't know if y'all have had these yet, but the partying and all that stuff is fun, but it's when it ends up just being you and your boys sitting around somewhere talking about life. And just all that shit, man, alcohol. And just a good time will make you have some of the deepest, best conversations you ever had. Oh, yeah. And it's great. It's great. And the age gap between me and him, it's like I get to see myself relive those those years. And that's the cool part about it. So it's like like he'll come in the house, I mean, hungover as hell from the next morning, head banging. And he'll come in there and tell me, like, what he did. And I'm just in there smiling. Like, dude, I'm so glad I'm not going through it. But I remember those days. I can't. I, I try to limit myself now to, like, two, three days a month of going that hard. I can't do it no more. I can't. When I got back from the beach two weeks ago, everywhere. I died. I, I died for like three days. I, I had to. I just, I did not come out of my house. I stayed in the darkness. Just head pounding. Just everything hurt. So the fact that you can smile with a hangover, you can kiss my ass because I don't smile with hangovers <laughs> no more. I don't. I'm literally looking for the next thing to put in my body to make me not feel quite as shitty. Yeah, Pedialyte is uh, your best friend. Biolite. Biolite. Got to buy Biolite. Don't do Pedia. Really? Yeah. Uh, Biolite, I'm giving you a huge plug right now. So you better send me some because y'all are expensive. Uh, it's like $4 a bottle, $3.50, $4 a bottle. Um, but it, when you drink it, it tastes like you're drinking damn salt water now. Mm-hmm. But by the time you finish that one bottle, oh, it's it, boy, you're good. And it, you don't have to drink the amount of Pedialyte that you have to drink. Uh, BioLite is just the absolute best. 
you can you do you drink i got to where i was going way too hard about two months ago like every other day at the studio i was drinking i was just because i was trying to be funny and drink and be entertaining and i finally this is like i'm doing this because this is what the listener likes but they're gonna hang around not fuck the listener but i'm not getting drunk every time i'm doing a show like killing yourself yeah i'm killing myself to make you happy and i'm not i'm not about that um but what i would do is i would finish my last show of the night i would drink a pedialyte i would take four ibuprofen and i would be good to go the next day pedialyte is not pedialyte biolite is insane I'll have to try that for yeah. sure. Do you, yeah. Now, would you drink one before you start to? I would drink one. Well, a hangover, the older I get, you find out it's just dehydration. Yeah. So I would drink a BioLite before, and I would drink a BioLite before I went to bed, and I would be fully fucking hydrated. And I, you fine. Nothing. Hmm. Do you know what blew my mind when I first heard about a hangover? The pounding headache you have, it's from the dehydration of your brain shrinking. Yeah. That is like wild. It blew my mind when I first heard that. I'm like, damn. <laughs> I had I had a nurse uh, several years ago. I guess when I started trying to drink Pedialyte, a lot, like she explained to me in depth what a hangover is. And it's scary. Yeah, it's like oh, that's my, why I feel like shit. That, I almost died. <laughs> and I just did not know it. Like there, there's been a couple times because when I drink, I drink. Yeah, uh, yeah, see, I'm yeah. the same way. Like, yeah. I can't just have one drink. Either I'm going to get sleepy or I'm going to go hard. Yeah, that, and that's yeah. how it is. I will want to – a lot of my friends, they'll, like, go to dinner or whatever and have, like, a beer or two while they're eating. I won't do it. And it's like, you don't understand. I can drink a beer or two, but if I start having a good time or I catch even the slightest of relax or a buzz, I'm not about to stop. Like, I'm fixing to go until – I can't go no more, and I yeah. piss on the floor. Yeah. Like, I just, I can't, I don't, I can't do it to myself anymore. Yeah. It, was, it was cool a couple years ago. It ain't cool, it ain't cool no more. See, you piss on the floor, I time travel. You time travel? Yeah, you know, like, you'll wake up the next morning, and, like, you'll remember some bits and pieces of it, and then, like, you're like, how did I get here, or, like, here? And then your buddies will tell you about it, you're like, holy shit, dude, like, I time travel. Like, it's real, it's a real thing. Uh, I just, I, I try not to think about that part cause I black out a lot. <laughs> There's time travel. It's scary, man. There it was is. a, there was a picture of me on last time I went to Nashville. There's a picture of me with this girl who follows me on social media that lives up there. Her and her husband came to the bar where we was at. She wanted to get a picture. Like she had ordered a bunch of shirts and stuff for me in the past. And I was like, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like a complete stranger. Okay. I hand this person my phone. They put their number in my phone. They send me the picture of me and her. I don't remember meeting this person. I don't remember (laughs) her being there. I've never seen the number in my phone before, and yet there's a picture of me standing in front of the stage with her while one of my buddies is playing. And it's just like, okay, I I really need to figure out what I'm doing here. And what I'm drinking, and not drinking no more. I quit drinking Jaeger just because of it. Oh, you're nasty. And, and anybody that knows me, I even named when we were playing softball all the time. The name of our softball team was the Jaeger Bombers. And, like, I was all about Jaeger Bombs. I will not touch one again. I didn't, like, got to that stage of adulthood where you want to drink tequila. And why I think that's a good idea now, I don't fucking know. 
but that never ends well. I've had I, tequila once, and I will never drink it again. Oh no, you you will. Trust me, you hadn't met her yet. You hadn't met the blonde at the bar that all she wants to do is drink tequila with you. He knows exactly what I'm talking about. There's when you might you might think tequila is the nastiest thing on the fucking planet, but you'll drink if you she's hot enough. Yeah. <laughs> I've done it. I promise you. There's My, always that one. Yeah, there's all. You will meet a girl that is going to get you so hammered at the bar that it don't matter what she wants you to drink, but she gonna want tequila because those crazy bitches they want tequila. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what they all want, and then we wonder why they're insane. Um, well, guys, I'm glad y'all came to do the show. I'm glad I got to, to meet y'all. Yeah, uh, thanks so much for having us on. Man, I, I look forward to like uh, doing some cool shit with y'all. Now, uh, y'all got to come back Saturday if you can. I'm going to try to make it Sunday. Definitely. There's a, probably a really good chance I can come Sunday. Yeah, you better we'll, be there, We'll make man. it work You for better tomorrow. be there. I'm going to do my best I'm, there. I'm going to get butt hurt if you don't. Well, I'll just have somebody hold the phone up and play a podcast. You won't know the difference. Nah. You'll, just, you'll just hear me. <laughs> Whatever. See? <laughs> no, you, you can't. Um, anyway. In the damn show, man. Drop your social medias, Matt. Go I'm first. sick of this shit. <laughs> drop, your, drop your social medias. Uh, everything is modern, Goonie. It's pretty self-explanatory. Or better yet, just Google blind scuba diver. You'll find me. <laughs> then uh, my magnet fishing uh, YouTube stuff is uh, Outdoors Weekly. And then the behind-the-scenes fun stuff is uh, Weekly. W-E-A-K-L. Why? I'm so proud of you. That's the first time you spell it correctly. It took a little bit. You see yeah. how slow I went? I was like, I have, yes. I did, dude, <laughs> same. I have to do this shit all the time. <laughs> My company's name is not that hard, and I literally have to think about raising every time. I don't know why. It just does not. I'm glad I've got it everywhere so I can see how raising is spelled. Now I see why it's on every wall. It is. It has to be. <laughs> and what, what's the name of your magnet company, too? Uh, it is Battle Magnets. www.battlemagnets.us. Sweet. All right, folks. Well, thank y'all for tuning into Politics, Religion, and Whiskey. We will catch y'all next time.